Thanks for listening. I'm Chris Wojenty, a voice actress with voiceovers by Gypsy, and this is Who Gets It Naturally. Music was composed and performed by V. Caritis. I'm not selling anything, diagnosing anything, offering any cures, or replacing your doctor. If you're pregnant, please consult your doctor before trying anything new. Everyone is different, so you may need to tweak the recipes a bit to work for you. Always start with the least amount of essential oils. You can always add, you can't take away. Remember, these remedies don't last forever. You need to keep reapplying as needed. If you are allergic to any of the ingredients I use, please substitute for something you're not allergic to. Just because it's natural doesn't mean you can't be allergic to it. Welcome to skincare part three. We've talked about hair and nails and started to talk about the face. I did want to mention that besides using a pump for the Crypt Keeper oil, you can also use a dropper. Guys, I would never leave you guys out. All three of my nephews have had major amounts of dirt on their face. My baby brother too. I'm always telling them to wash their faces because they have dirt all over them. I really don't like facial hair on men. They've all pretty much have shaved, except my youngest nephew. He does have a baby face, but that's no reason to hide it like that. No matter what I think about facial hair on men, I do love them all dearly, so I developed a beard oil for them, and I called it Chin Music. I use a 2-ounce Amber Boston Round, and you can either use a dropper or a pump cap. Add 1 ounce of avocado oil, 1 ounce of sweet almond oil, and eight drops each of bergamot, cardamom, clove, peppermint, and petite grain essential oils. The avocado and sweet almond oils will condition the hair, soothe the skin, and hydrate dry patches to ease the itchiness. That was a major issue all my guys had with their beards. Some of the properties of bergamot are antiviral, antibacterial, anti-anxiety, antidepressant, antifungal, anti-inflammatory, induces hair growth, increases alertness, enhances the mood, and soothes skin and muscle aches. Cardamom is also a mood enhancer, antiseptic, and antimicrobial. Clove is an analgesic, antifungal, antimicrobial, antioxidant, antiviral, soothes muscle aches, and will even keep away the insects. Petite grain is an anti-anxiety, antifungal, and soothes the skin. Peppermint just does it all. This combination helps the skin and hair stay healthy and smells really good. You can absolutely customize this blend. Stick with about 40 drops of essential oils for the 2 ounces. Next is the lips. All lip products are made with lanolin. Lanolin is one of the irritants that flares up the contact dermatitis in me. I was never into lipstick and when I found out about the allergy to lanolin, I knew why. My lips would actually itch. And we're talking all lip products. Even Burt's Bees is made with lanolin. So what's a sensitive person supposed to do about chapped dry lips? I know I've mentioned the fractionated coconut oil and cinnamon essential oil in the roller bottle because I told the story about when I was on a road trip and reached for it but grabbed the home run by mistake. If you want to go back to that episode or even just read the transcript on my website, I believe it was the episode on muscle relaxers. After that incident, I found it difficult to keep using the roller bottle on my lips. I should probably just get a bottle or two in like purple or black just for lip gloss. I found a recipe for lip balm that I decided to try. 
Okay, so I found two different recipes, but I only tried one of them. You can buy empty cases that the other store-bought lip balms come in. They're available in different colors, like a black. And I think I had to buy a whole bunch of them because I still have like a huge Ziploc bag of them. The first recipe I'll give you is the one I haven't tried. It's two tablespoons of coconut oil, not fractionated, one tablespoon of cocoa butter, a quarter teaspoon of vitamin E oil, and three drops of essential oil. Which one? That's entirely up to you. Melt the coconut oil and the cocoa butter on very low heat. Remove from heat, add oils, and stir well. Pour in small container and let cool for about three hours. This always sounded like something for a one or a two ounce jar. Only downside, you need to use your finger to apply, or a Q-tip, or a bamboo stick. Three tablespoons is equal to one ounce. So with this recipe, you're looking at slightly over one ounce. I suppose you can put this into the tubes. Like I said, I haven't tried this recipe yet. Just make sure it's cooled off before pouring it into the plastic tubes. Pretty easy and all edible, but I don't know how into the coconut oil I was. Then I found this recipe. One and a half ounces of cocoa butter, half ounce of sweet almond oil, 10 drops of essential oil, I use peppermint, and half a teaspoon of vitamin E oil. Melt the cocoa butter. Mix in the other oils and let cool. Pour into the tubes. Put in the freezer for about five minutes. It's been a while since I made it. I think I left out the sweet almond oil, and here's why. In the summer, when it gets really hot and you've got a tube in your purse, it won't melt all over the place because almond oil doesn't get solid like coconut oil or cocoa butter. Now, here are some tips. I don't like full on heating up the cocoa butter to melt it, heat changes the chemical properties. So to keep it as close to the same as before you melt it, here's what I do. I've got a strainer with two clips on it opposite the handle. So when you sit it on top of a pot, there are three points of contact, kind of like a triangle. I put just enough water in the pot so that it sits below the bottom of the strainer. Put it on the stove on high to get it boiling, then lower it to a simmer. I have a glass bowl that fits perfectly in the strainer. I put the bowl in the strainer, and now I have a double boiler. Put the cocoa butter in the glass bowl and let it melt. I keep it on the burner until it's almost all melted. Then I take it off the heat. It'll still be hot enough to finish melting the cocoa butter, but it won't get excessively hot, and it starts the cooling process. Once all the cocoa butter is melted, then I add the vitamin E oil and the essential oils. I used peppermint. Now there is a method to my madness. You can use whatever essential oil you want. Let it completely cool off, but still warm enough to be liquid. Grab about 12 empty tubes and put a rubber band around them. Fill the tubes with the butter. Put the whole thing in the freezer. Let the butter turn back into a solid. The longer in the freezer, the better. When the butter is solid again, take the rubber band off, put a cap on each of them, and then put them back in the freezer. I use a snack-sized Ziploc bag. This helps them stay solid through the summer. I was surprised at how long just one tube lasted. I still have like six tubes in the freezer, and I made this like two years ago. The best part? It tastes like chocolate chip mint ice cream, my favorite. Another tip I recently read, add the essential oil last once the butter has cooled off a bit. Heat will break down the potency. 
Okay, why cocoa butter? Is it really chocolate? Pretty much. You can buy either refined or unrefined. Refined means they've stripped out all the scent and taste and some of the beneficial properties too. Unrefined means it's had the least amount of processing, and this goes for any oils. In my opinion, it's the better choice, and unrefined cocoa butter has a slight scent in the taste of chocolate. It does harden a lot, but it also melts quickly. What's the difference between cocoa and cacao? They both start with cacao beans from the cacao tree. Cacao is minimally processed, making it more of a raw product. Cocoa is processed more, put under more heat, which breaks down the natural benefits. Think of it like dark chocolate and milk chocolate. Dark chocolate is usually about 75% or more cacao, giving it more antioxidants and other nutrients, which is why it's said that dark chocolate is good for you. Basically, it is. This is also why it has a more bitter taste than milk chocolate. I love dark chocolate. Then again, I am the freak. Milk chocolate is never called cacao because it's processed so much to get the sweeter taste. Most of the nutrients are stripped away in the process. This is basically the same difference between refined and unrefined cocoa butter. It is edible. It has a high saturated fat content, similar to coconut oil. This means it's great for the skin. It hydrates and heals skin, protects lips from chapping and excessive sun exposure, helps diminish signs of aging, soothes sensitive skin from contact dermatitis and rash, helps skin heal from burns as long as it's pure cocoa butter, no preservatives or fragrances added. However, adding aloe and or tea tree essential oil can help. Makes a great shaving cream. Helps fight atherosclerosis or hardening of the arteries and decreases risk of heart attack. It supports brain health and, according to DrAxe.com, quote, Some antioxidants remain in cocoa butter even after it's separated from the bean solids, which means it may be beneficial for lowering inflammation. Many studies have shown that plant polyphenols exert antioxidant powers within the immune system fighting inflammation, DNA damage, and cellular mutations, which are the underlying cause of diseases like cardiovascular disease, cancer, and autoimmune conditions. End quote. Do you realize how many issues are covered with cardiovascular disease, cancer, and autoimmune conditions? Bottom line, cocoa butter rocks. You can even cook with it. The sweet almond oil, or you can use coconut oil, adds skin moisturizers and nutrients, but the unrefined will also add a hint of scent and or flavor. Vitamin E is a powerful antioxidant with lots of health benefits. It helps the immune system, helps fight heart disease, dysmenorrhea, which is excessive pelvic pain and cramps in women, and non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, and may help with skin disorders such as eczema, cognitive conditions like Alzheimer's, reduce inflammation, and improve lung functions. You can choose whichever essential oil you want to add. I'd stay away from the citruses because odds are you'll be wearing this on your lips while you're outside. Remember, sun and citrus don't mix. You also want to stay away from the essential oils that shouldn't be taken internally, even if they are therapeutic grade, like the furs. Stick with peppermint, spearmint, clary sage, lavender, some say orange is great for the lips, but beware of the phototoxicity. Cinnamon is good too, but it can be irritating. 
It depends on you, what you like, and what you aren't sensitive to. And remember, in this recipe, the essential oil is optional. There are so many other recipes for lip balm you can find online. With beeswax, without beeswax, vegan versions, with and without cocoa butter. It may take a bit, but you'll be able to find what you're looking for. While we're still kind of talking about the face, remember to include your neck with your face, not your body. Whatever face lotion or oil, anti-wrinkle, anti-aging, whatever you use, also use it on your neck. Yes, I do massage some Crypt Keeper oil into my neck as well as my face. I massage it in down to about my clavicles. Now for body wash. This is simple and complex all at the same time. It's simple because it's just a few ingredients. It's complex because there are so many variations of each ingredient and so many different combinations you can use. I start with a 16-ounce amber Boston round with a pump cap. Now for the hard part. The ingredients are liquid Castile soap, a carrier oil, and 40 to 80 drops of essential oil. You can use about 14 ounces of plain liquid Castile soap, 4 tablespoons of a carrier oil, sweet almond, fractionated coconut, jojoba, your choice. And mix however many essential oils, keeping it between 40 and 80 drops per 16 ounces. I have found liquid Castile soap pre-mixed with jojoba and aragon oils. I use that and add essential oils. Which one? Depends on the season, how I'm feeling, etc. I have mixed clary sage, rosemary, and peppermint, bergamot, cardamom, petite grain, vetiver, white grapefruit, hinoki, and lingling, rosemary and tea tree, lemongrass, lavender, and tea tree. What are you looking for in a scent in your body wash? Something that's going to wake you up and give you energy? Something that will calm your brain? What do you like? What are you allergic to? That's one of the great things about making your own stuff. You can pick whatever you like and what works for you. And you can change it up every time you need to refill the Boston Round. There are brands of liquid Castile soap that already have peppermint or tea tree infused in them. Maybe you like the peppermint and want to add some rosemary. Play mad scientist and find what works for you. Just remember to keep track of what you do do so that you can recreate it if you like it or stay away from it if you don't. Now that you've cleaned your body, you need to moisturize it. Again, there are lots of options. First, do you make a lotion or a body butter? What's the difference? Lotion is thin because water is added. Once water is added, you need to add preservatives so that it doesn't go bad in like three days. Not necessarily a bad thing, but not an option I'm comfortable with. There are loads of DIY recipes for body lotions. How do you pick the right one? Read the ingredients and the process. Are the ingredients ones you're okay with using? Are you allergic to any of them? Are there substitutions listed? If you're not sure if you're going to like one, divide it down to a smaller amount to try. See how you like it. More importantly, see how your body likes it. Does it irritate your skin? Does it feel too greasy? Does it feel too dry? Just remember, there are lots of options. My go-to lately has been jojoba oil and black spruce essential oil. Because it's easy to mix, it feels good on my skin, it helps ease the discomfort in my hip, and when I do have some time to make more, I'm too lazy to make a new batch of body butter. I love it, but it is a process to make it. 
I've got a couple of recipes I've used and different ways of preparing each. Let's start with this one. I didn't name any of them, so we'll call them thing one and thing two. Thing one needs a 16 ounce amber jar with a solid cap. You'll need eight ounces of cocoa butter, four tablespoons of coconut oil, not fractionated, four tablespoons of sweet almond oil, 15 drops each of bergamot, cinnamon, ginger, peppermint, and wild orange essential oils. In a large glass bowl, whip the cocoa butter with a hand mixer until smooth. This can be a bit messy and will take some patience. Add coconut oil, whip until fluffy. Add the sweet almond oil and whip again until fluffy. Mix in the essential oils and whip a bit more. This is going to look like meringue or Cool Whip. You'll have to spoon it into the jar. Even though it's only about 10 ounces, you'll need the 16-ounce jar, maybe even another smaller jar to store it all. Yes, it fluffs up that much. The cocoa butter may feel like it's still in little chips or pieces. Don't worry. Once you start massaging it into your skin, it'll melt. I've also used this combination of essential oils. 21 drops of vetiver and 18 drops each of cypress, myrrh, and petite grain. We just talked about cocoa butter. By now, you should be familiar with the carrier oils. If you forgot, no big deal. You can either go back to the carrier oil episode or research them online. Which carrier oils are good for dry skin is a good search to start with. Let's quickly go over the first group of essential oils. We just went over bergamot essential oil, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-anxiety, antifungal, anti-inflammatory, and soothe the skin and muscle aches are the major draws to use in this Embody Butter. Cinnamon essential oil is also an antibacterial, antibiotic, antifungal, anti-inflammatory, anti-anxiety, and it's an anti-cancer, mood enhancer, and also soothes muscle aches. And it can be a skin irritant, so watch for sensitivity. Ginger essential oil is an anti-inflammatory and soothes muscle aches and skin. Again, peppermint essential oil just does it all. Wild orange essential oil is an antibacterial, anti-cancer, anti-fungal, anti-inflammatory, antimicrobial, soothes skin, and it's an insecticide like peppermint and cinnamon. And it is a citrus, so it is phototoxic. I wouldn't use this in the summer. The other group of essential oils has similar properties. Vetiver essential oil soothes muscle aches and skin, is a mood enhancer and an anti-anxiety, increases alertness and is antifungal. Cypress increases alertness and soothes muscle aches and skin. Myrrh is an anti-cancer, antifungal and anti-inflammatory. Petite grain is an anti-anxiety, antifungal and soothes skin. Again, you can create your own mix to meet your needs. Okay, now for thing two. This recipe will fill in an 8-ounce amber jar with a solid lid. You'll need a double boiler, a pot with a strainer and glass bowl like for the lip balm, a hand mixer, measuring cups and spoons, a small whisk and a small glass bowl, a quarter cup of shea butter, a quarter cup of either cocoa butter or mango butter, Full disclosure, I've never used mango butter. Two ounces or a quarter of a cup of a carrier oil. I've only used jojoba in this recipe, but sweet almond oil and grapeseed oil work well too. One and a half teaspoons of arrowroot and 36 drops of essential oil. I've used several combinations, so I'll go over that in a bit. 
Now, I've made this recipe two different ways. Okay, three. First, I didn't want to heat up the butters, so I just used the hand mixer to melt and blend the butters together. I put the shea butter in the big glass bowl first and blended it a bit. I measured out the two ounces of jojoba oil in a glass one cup measuring cup and added the one and a half teaspoons of the arrowroot and whisked them together. Set them aside. Then I added the cocoa butter to the big bowl and mixed that in with the shea butter. Yes, it made a mess and took a while to smooth out the cocoa butter. Once that was smoothed out as much as I had patience for, remember small pieces of cocoa butter will melt as you massage it into your skin, I stir up the jojoba and arrowroot again, then add it to the big bowl. Mix that with the butters until creamy. The consistency will be between meringue and lotion. Last, add the essential oils. I use peppermint and rosemary a lot, about 16 to 20 drops of each. Since it made a bit of a mess, I did start with the cocoa butter. I think it took a little longer to get it creamy instead of rock-like, but it stayed in the bowl for the most part. Whisk the jojoba oil and the arrowroot together, then add the shea butter, mix till creamy, then the jojoba and arrowroot, then the essential oils. Again, not as fluffy as the other recipe, but thicker than lotion you can dispense through a pump. You'll actually have to spoon this into the amber jar as well. The third way I've made this recipe is actually melting the cocoa butter in the double boiler. Like with the lip balm, I leave it on the heat just long enough to get most of it melted before taking it off the heat. By the time the rest of the cocoa butter melts, it's cooled off a bit. Whisk the jojoba oil and the arrowroot together, then add the shea butter to the cocoa butter and whip it with the hand mixer. Give the jojoba oil and arrowroot a refresher whisk, then add to the butters. Mix until creamy. Add the essential oils and mix. This you will be able to pour into the amber jar. Put it in the fridge for about an hour, then tighten the cap and keep it in a cool, dry place. All of them should be kept in a cool, dry place. Okay, we know about cocoa butter. The only thing I'll add about this is that it will give you a thicker body butter and it smells like chocolate. Mango butter is lighter and contains antioxidants, vitamins A and E, and essential fatty acids. It moisturizes skin and hair, helps repair skin, think cracked heels, doesn't clog pores, and reduces hair breakage. Shea butter comes from the nut of shea trees and contains essential fatty acids, vitamins A, E, and F, all of which promote circulation and healthy skin cell growth. It relieves dry skin, it's an anti-inflammatory, soothes eczema, and has a natural SPF of 3 or 4. The carrier oil is up to you, but again, sweet almond, jojoba, and grapeseed oil are the best for all skin types and are lighter than most. Arrowroot has a slew of health benefits, which is probably why it's used as an oil absorber in this recipe. It reduces the greasy feel of the butter and is optional. Just a peek at it. It's a great source of vitamin B, antioxidants, calcium, and magnesium. It's not a bad option to exercise. Okay, for the essential oils, it's really up to you. Stay within the 36 to 40 drops range. The best essential oils for skincare are basil, bergamot, black spruce, chamomile, German and Roman, cinnamon, cypress, Douglas fir, eucalyptus, frankincense, ginger, lavender, lemon, lemongrass, lime, 
melaleuca or tea tree, peppermint, petite crane, Siberian fir, vetiver, wild orange, and lingling. Again, you may want to stay clear of the citruses if your skin is exposed to a lot of sunlight. Cinnamon and the firs can irritate the skin. Frankincense and myrrh can be overpowering. Only you can decide which essential oils are best for you to use. This is another great opportunity to play mad scientist. Keep the notebook handy and have fun with it. As always, if you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to email me at vobygypsy at usa.com. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at vobygypsy or LinkedIn. Search either Chris Wagenti, Who Gets It Naturally, or Voiceovers by Gypsy. Please download this episode and make Who Gets It Naturally a favorite on your preferred channel so you don't miss an episode. Thanks for listening. The next episode will be published on Saturday, July 1st. Mm-hmm.